Now a nigga really starting to understand what's going on. It was all in front of me. I just had to go get it. Love. Love. <sighs> Said I'ma make bail tonight. Huh. I'ma cause hell, I might. Huh. Roll through the city, bad little bitty. She gave me head on sight. And I got a safe around the safe. I'm trying to make it out. Won't do the safe for... Hey, we are back here in the break room for episode... 60, 63, 63, yeah, man, so we back with another one, man, me and your boy Evan, man, we missed out on last week, but, yeah, so, yeah, we here, we here now, we here now, um, everything been good with you, man? You know, just knee-deep into football season right now, what we, uh, what, five and one? So, hey, things are looking good. Eagles are 4-0. Ohio State is beating every team by at least double digits. So, football season, so far, so good for, for me at least. How about you? How, how's your team doing? Um, everything's – I mean, I'm a Houston fan, bro. So, you know, every every football season for the last four or five years has been awful. Uh, but um, as far as my fantasy, I'm doing great. I'm doing amazing now. Oh, I love to hear that. Mike Evans is off of suspension, which is also great. Him and Tom Brady finally balled. Uh, so it's been cool. Allen Robinson is still a – I can't even blame him. I blame it on the Rams underutilizing him. But um, other than that, man, everything is cool. Everything is cool. I mean, I'm 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 getting neck deep in. I told you midterms are coming up for my grad school program. But other than that, man, it's been all right. It's been cool. It's been cool. You know, Allen Robinson, uh, in like it was like the first two weeks or whatever, 25% of his routes were hitches. You what? It's awful. Yeah, that's like, I'm not saying he's as underutilized as DeAndre Hopkins, but it's uh, it's pretty bad. Bro, not enough targets, bro, because he's, he's a contested he's a contesting receiver. Like, he, the 50-50 ball is him. But... Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford, I didn't give him a chance, but hey, whatever, you know. I mean, the whole NFC West is sitting at two and two right now. Who who would have thought that? Right. Um, but before we get into the NFL, though, you know, speaking about the two with the whole NFC West being two and two, and it being a fight for uh, a fight for who's number one, <laughs> and who's the best, and who's the better man, you know. <laughs> Joy Poole. <laughs> you like that one? That was good. No, that was pretty good. I, I laughed as soon as you said the word fight. And I was like, ah, I know where he's going with this one. Yeah, so Jordan Poole and Draymond. Um, first of all, how does that video get leaked? That's what I want to know. How much did he get paid for that? I don't know. Somebody at TMZ must have came with a bag. Man, like, you you came up hit hard with that one. Like, he got the whole video of him getting, like, Walking up to him, bumping him in the chest. I'm going to try to drop that video in there if I can.
then just stuck him. I want to know what, like, because Jordan Poole wasn't even, like, looking at Draymond. He was, like, looking over here, and then Draymond, like, walked up on him. Mm-hmm. Of course, we all want to know what he said. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what, what you think it could have been? I don't know. I feel like it's uh, how you a VIP would get benched in the, in the finals game. Um, uh, how you want to make a deal? Like, I don't know. I don't know, because, like, we know uh, Draymond's next year is his player option. Then after that, he's a free agent. Yeah, I know. We talked about it maybe like a handful of pods ago about his, you know, possible extension or what that would look like or when it would happen. After this, uh, if they're fed up with Draymond, that might be like his final straw. I'm not saying they're going to immediately trade him or cut him or anything like that, but unless unless Jordan Poole said something like completely outlandish, mm. this is going to come back on Draymond. And I can't wait for him to talk about it on this podcast. He'd be like, well, you know, he was kind of running his mouth a little bit. You know, Draymond will get into his explanation. So I, I think we're all patiently waiting for that. Yeah, we're going to see, man. And think about – so Draymond was already said he's been open to, like, going to the lake. Like, it's been, that's already been reported. What place would he even have there? Draymond is, what, 32, 33, something like that? Um. I don't see a place where he had, we and we talked about this when we brought up Draymond's contract and all the other contracts they need to sign with the younger guys and everything. But I don't see a place, and not saying that Draymond isn't something defensively, but I don't see a place for him really anywhere. I can see him; he can be a great veteran leader on a team, but not a heavy contributor on offense, which is what a lot of teams are lacking. And so just, you know, still going to be a great fit for the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> and to not just not go anywhere, you know, but yeah, I mean, so if we know this, will I'll blow back on Draymond. What do you, what good thing could this happen? For like, is this going to benefit Jordan Poole in any kind of way? Because his contract extension is coming up too. It's completely, it was like frozen, frozen. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I'm like, he's not making any kind of expression, but <laughs> I was saying he would be a great fit for the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, yeah. But I was, I was, what I was saying, you probably couldn't hear me because of Frozen, but like I was talking about with Jordan Poole. So with Jordan Poole, we know that his contract is about to end pretty soon too. And so, you know, could this help him in any kind of way looking for an extension? Like, let's say like – let's say like it'll help him. Let's say like this, throw it in a hypothetical. So let's say that, you know, okay, Jordan took a shot from Draymond he didn't re- he de- say he didn't retaliate, and let's say he doesn't in the future, and he doesn't even retaliate to Joy. I mean, to Draymond in the media, right? He says nothing about it, keeps it cool, and you know people are gonna stir up things, and so he could probably bring up to the table, hey, I'm a team player. I let a vet who's been with the organization for years assault me. You know what I mean? And I didn't say anything about it, and I contribute more than him on offense. It's a lot of baggage for him not to bring up. <laughs> if Jordan Poole can go the whole season without mentioning a breath to it, I mean, if he dismisses it, be like, all right, we moved on from it, whatever, that's fine. But mm-hmm. as far as like the stuff you're saying, like if he were to like come out and say that, or if he didn't come out and say that for a whole season, Jordan Poole's a better man than I am. Mm, right. I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm thinking at the at the negotiation table when it comes to a contract extension, what kind of role that will play? 
I mean, it would probably show a lot of maturity and stuff, and especially with Jordan Poole and the way his like the way he plays the game. I'm sure, that would probably be a a good look from. I don't think it would help him too much. I'm not saying he gonna come get a bigger bag or oh, right, you know, we're gonna do a four year instead of a two year or nothing like that. But I mean, it would just be like a a beneficial look for him. But I don't think it's gonna up the dollar amount or anything like that. I don't think it'll hurt him. Even if he does say anything, I don't think it would hurt him anyway. Because at that point, he's just kind of defending himself, speaking his piece. Now it depends how he does it. it let's if he's ignorant about it and tries to see Draymond every day. Hey. I'm not mad at that, but an organization might not be pleased with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel that. I feel you saw that. Lamar Jackson's uh, tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said Draymond. He said I be GBG every day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> no, <Nah>, for real. <coughs> and like you know, it just kind of makes me think because I was already thinking that the Warriors are going to easily be in the playoffs again this season. Um, I still do, and I still do. Like the Warriors are. They're a dynasty, man. They, you know, they deserve all the credit in the world. Um, but like we talked about a few pods ago, we brought brought them up. I wonder if they if they do, and like you know, we all speculating here. But if they do move Draymond, what would that do to them, the organization? Like, what is he what is he taking with him if he does go? Yeah, probably be taking some of that tenacity, defensive leadership accountability, those type of things. So, you know, Draymond's always going to, like, hold you accountable. Yeah. He's always going to play hard. He might not play great, but he'll be out there, you know, at least on defense, but yeah. giving you some uh, some solid minutes. But at the end of the day, like, that would be kind of like losing the donkey in Shrek, you know? I see where you're going with it. I really do. Not just the fact that he looked like him, but the fact that he's kind of that – that, that 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 character that's not necessarily the main main character. He's not Shrek. He's not Fiona. You know, he's not Steph, not Clay. But he does provide a vital role in the story and the look, way things go. Look, not even the dragon. Dragon was a side character that did a lot, but not even the dragon. You know, like the, the dragon was KD. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. The, the Warriors Dynasty turned into a Shrek reference. Dragon was KD. Um, well, yeah, he, I could, I could see that he might be donkey, you know, look comedic relief. Not for real. It's funny because the donkey was voiced by Chris Rock and Chris Rock took a slap and he didn't, you know, give it, but. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So what is uh, Jordan Poole, like Puss in Boots then? He might be Puss in Boots. Who knows? (laughs) But yeah, that's funny. But yeah, hey man, that's gonna off our NBA. Uh, we're gonna be right back with the NFL and some division leaders and our pick segment. So y'all, you know, return. We'll be right back. Back here in the break room, episode 63, getting into our division picks for the year. We forgot to do it a little earlier, so we're going to give it to you now. Got four games down in the schedule, so we're about the quarter way of the season. We kind of see what teams are working with right now. And I want to start off in the NFC East. I think this will be the Eagles division for the taking, currently sitting at 4-0. And, I mean, they're just looking 
just nasty. Offensively, they're getting it whatever way they want. If they need to sit there and run the ball for three, four touchdowns a game, they can. If they need to air it out for three, they can. Defense looking stout. Pass rush looking good. I think the Cowboys not having Dak Prescott is going to hurt them in the long run. Yeah, they're 3-1 right now. And uh, I don't see the Giants being much of a, a contender for the division title, so I'm going to take Philly. So I'm going with Philly, too. You know, in the beginning of the season, if you would have asked me this, my answer might have been a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, man, the Eagles looking solid on all the way around. The Cowboys, I really ain't got nothing else to say. Um, even though Cooper Rush has been mildly surprising, you know, uh, but, you know, they need Dak, man. They need uh, – the Cowboys are just – the wins they have, you feel like they should have, but at the same time, they're still in that, that limbo area. Like, they could – every game could go any way. The Eagles, whenever you see them play, it's like, okay, no, they came, they came to play. They showed up every single game. Mm-hmm. What about in the NFC West? I'll let you pick this one first. Let's go back and forth. Man, the uh, okay, so with the NFC West, um, I'm really going to go with the 49, and it almost feels a little sacrilegious to say that. Um, and again, I wanted to go with the Rams, but the Rams are just, I spoke about this early on, like jokingly with uh, with Allen Robinson, them under, uh, underutilizing them. Um, they're just not, they're not using everything they have, and I'm not just speaking about him in general. Uh, but then that uh, I saw against the 49ers uh, and that was what Jimmy G's was that his first game back yep starting yep his first game starting you know I don't I think I don't think they're gonna start rolling even, even more and more you know the Cardinals I know what they are they're gonna have they're not even starting off as good as they normally do you know so I'm almost really kind of flushing them down the toilet and, and picking up my plunger with it um the Seahawks, I don't believe in <laughs> in Geno Smith, so uh, that's really about it for me. But I'm gonna go with the 49ers on this for the NFC West. Yeah, I picked the 49ers last year, and they um, disappointed me a little bit. But I'm picking again this year. Their defense is looking really good. They've only allowed 46 points through the first uh, four contests. Compare that to the Rams, 94. Cardinals are giving them 103. Seahawks giving them 115. But they're all sitting at a two and two record. I think that once they get Jimmy uh, rolling again, I think he'll beat Jimmy G. I don't think he's going to be anything spectacular. He's not going to elevate the team. He's just going to take what's there, probably screw up, you know, a couple more times than he should. But I, I honestly just think the 49ers are the, the best coach team in the division. They have the Rams number when it comes to the uh, regular season. And Kyle uh, Shanahan over Sean McVay. Understood. I feel that. All right, what about the NFC North? I'll take my pick here first. Still going to take Aaron Rodgers. I'm exactly with you on that one. The the thing is... I just don't trust Kirk. I just don't. I just don't, man. They have such a solid team around. I'm waiting for them to figure out that you can't do it with Kirk Cousins. You just can't. Like, we've always, you know, a lot of people who watch the NFL, people who just like, you know, or other media members you know people put Kirk Cousins around that cliff of good to great you know what I mean if you're better than, than Kirk Cousins then you're pretty good but if you're worse than Kirk Cousins then you're really bad um it's and their team their team is so 
good, but it's like I say, it's really just Kirk. So I can't go against Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are three and one right now, like I said. Two, they're undefeated at home, just like the Vikings. But the thing is, it's the points allowed. Only six nine points allowed. The fewest in their division. Um, yeah, that defense is nice. Yeah, so it's easily the Packers. All right, let's take a look at the NFC South. I feel like we're both gonna have a quick, easy answer for this one. Give me Tom. Give me the Bucks. Yep. Tampa Bay. That's it. They're just easily the best team in that division. I don't even think it's any yeah. type of conversation. No, it's non-debatable. Yeah, they're sitting at two and two right now, but Tom Brady missing time. You know, he's going through a divorce right now. I would hate to see what type of just. run he's about to go on probably it's, oh yeah that whole little cycle thing man if he end up doing all that bro like this yeah it's gonna be ugly all right let's go ahead and jump it over to the afc let's start off in the east you got the bills and the dolphins sitting at three and one right now jets at two and two patriots at one and three probably the biggest surprise here so far to the first four weeks but i'm gonna take the bills but i think the Dolphins might be more contending than um, most people want to give them credit for, especially now that Tua has this just wild concussion oh, yeah, sequence man. going on right now. Yeah, that was crazy seeing that, man. Uh, like I said, I know he – I think he got transferred to the hospital that same day. Uh, but then the team – I think the team, they saw him later that day or something like that. He gave him a thumbs up and, they, you know – I always wish him a speedy reco- players a speedy recovery, you know, obviously. Uh, but also, I'm going with the Bills too. The defense is just so easy, <laughs> um, and you know that that the game they had against the Dolphins, it wasn't quite the gunslinging match we thought it was going to be. Uh, my, I'm not going to say low scoring game, but moderate scoring game, you know. Um, but yeah, I just see the Bills being a lot more long-lasting down the stretch of the season versus the Dolphins, right, at this point. Yeah, and that was a very tight game. And the Dolphins did come out on top 21-19, to 19, but I still think this is the Bills' division to win. They got the better quarterback. They got the better defense. The Dolphins do have better weapons, and that, you know, can move the needle a little bit, but at the end of the day, I think uh, the Bills' defense is going to be the difference maker for this division. Agreed, agreed. So, with this one, man, the AFC West... Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, and Raiders, man. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Um, They just have it. You know, and the thing is, these other teams, I just thought, granted, I'll say this. The Chargers had a real tough start to their schedule. A really. They had two division division games at the beginning of the schedule. So, it's, I mean, hey, you know, life isn't fair. You know, but... uh, (laughs) Yeah, they had a real tough start to their schedule, but I do just like the Chiefs. They're rolling, man. Like I said, um, as far as the points they're putting up is really well. They look real efficient. They don't. They're not really having the defensive lapses like they were last year, and the offensive like head mistakes like they were having last year as well. Uh, they definitely learned. Um, they're not really struggling as much as I thought they would without Tariq. It kind of just it changed their offense. It did, but. Patrick Mahomes, I guess it's, it's, he's still Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Tyreek, he lost the weapon, but he definitely has a skill. And you have other receivers who did pick up the slack. So uh, I'm still rolling with the Chiefs on this one. 
when you have teams that are as like competent as the Chiefs and the Chargers, there's a couple things that like you know move the needle for me: quarterback and coaching and defense. On paper, the Chargers got a better defense, but in between the wide lines, the Chiefs have shown better. I think Patrick Mahomes is still better than Justin Herbert, and I think Andy Reid is one of the greatest coaches of all time. I think Brandon Staley is a good coach. He's very aggressive. I like that. But I just think that the Chiefs, at the end of the day, are probably going to run away with this. I think it's going to be very tight. I think the Chargers will still make the wild card, for sure. They'll probably be the top, maybe, yeah, probably the top wild card seed. But I'm gotta, I got to take the Chiefs. Okay, man. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Moving on to the AFC North. So, this to me is the toughest one to go with right now. Um, Because the Browns, you have... Granted, Deshaun did not have a good preseason. But the last time we saw him in an NFL game, he led the league in passing. Which was, you know, two years ago. But at the same time, Deshaun will bring a whole other element to the offense. So, we just... It's hard for me just to... He's going to come in with game 11, right? Week 12. Week 12. Week 12. There we go. It's going to come in week 12. And so at that point, you know, you still have, what, 12, 13, five games. So it's – I almost want to say it's too early to say. I mean, as it stands right now, I'm going to go with the Ravens. But, you know, I'm not in love with it just because, like, I don't know what Deshaun's going to do to the Browns. Yeah, I'm picking the Ravens right now. Uh, Lamar Jackson is – Probably the best quarterback in the league right now. I mean, he's got 11 passing touchdowns. That's the most in the league. The efficiency stats are fantastic right now. He's still be able to still able to run around, uh, get it done with his legs. And I mean, through, I mean, the, he had two games of over 100 yards on the ground this year, and then he scored in both of those. And on top of that, he's been airing it out the way he has. And as long as they can stay healthy especially on the back end, I think they're going to win this. Because if you're if, – if I'm looking at the Browns and I'm like, I'll have to wait till week 12 for your, you know, chance to try to take over this division, that's a long ways away. Man. We'll I, be here soon, but I, I just feel like the Ravens are going to take this one. Yeah. And I, I really so badly, I want the Ravens to make a move for Odell. But, you know, I, that's wishful thinking. Because, you know, I'm hearing a lot about the Packers, but I really wish the Ravens would make a move for Odell. But that would be nice. That would be, nice. That, that, that would be good um, good media coverage for them, for sure. All right. Um, All right. Now we got the AFC South. And this one was supposed to be the Colts and Titans, like, without any real contest. Yeah. But the Jaguars have gotten off to a, a decent start, you know, them and the Titans are sitting at two and two. Colts are sitting at two, two and one. And the Texans at oh three and one. Ah, this one's difficult. Give me the Titans. I don't love it. Okay, see, for this one, this might be the first one we differed on. So I'm gonna go with the Jaguars on this, and also I'm probably gonna go with Doug Peterson as an early coach of the year vote because what he has Best. done for the team is is amazing. Also, that rookie linebacker they got—I can't remember his name—but um, he's been balling. Um, oh, Devin Lloyd. Thank yes. Oh yes. my goodness. But yeah, um, I'm gonna go with the Jaguars on this one. Um, 
and it's really looking like I like I said I teased it a few parts. I think Christian Kirk and Trevor Lawrence are going to be a top ten duo this season. You good? You good? Yeah, yeah. I hit the the stand. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm going on my connection because I was like, oh, dang, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So okay, that's probably the first. I think that's the first one we did for them. Um, I believe it was because yeah, I thought you were honestly gonna go to the Rams, and I was gonna take the 49ers, both pick the Packers, both pick Philly, both pick Tampa, and then in the AFC, we both went the Bills, Chiefs, and the Ravens. So, yeah, the AFC South is the only one we differ on as of right now, going into week five. Mm-hmm. Okay, man, yeah, uh, but yeah, so I'm with you. The only thing, what do you think? I didn't ask you this about the early about the AFC North. So what do you think about Deshaun's return? I think it might just be too late at that point. I mean, if they can keep their head above water and chill around 500, that might help them make a push to get into the wild card. But I still think the Bengals at some point are going to kind of put them together. They've gone off to a pretty slow start, but they've won their last two games, so they're sitting at two and two. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just honestly don't think there'll be enough time for Deshaun to – get into a groove and then make a push to win the division mm. but that's also bearing on the rest of the division staying healthy which yeah. we saw last year the Ravens were the most injured team in the league absolutely and uh oh last little thought last little thought before we uh go to break oh yeah I got one more too oh Kenny Pickett what do you think I read remember mind. what I said Mitchell Trubisky will start no more than four to six games for them you did say that and here we are. Last week, week four, Kenny Pickett got the start. It was not good. It was yeah. not good. I'm not going to overreact. It's his first start, but if he can get the clo- the, the faster you can get to playing how he did in the preseason, the better it will be for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That is very true. Uh, He's got to play in rhythm. He's got to play within the offense. He's got to play within structure. Yeah, the only thing about this, man, I just hate this for Kenny Pickett because the Steelers do not have an easy schedule. <laughs> they got the Bills tomorrow. They got the Bucks after that. They got the Dolphins after that. They got the Eagles after that. They got the Saints after that. Then they got the Bengals. Like, just oh, all these legit defenses. Like, you know, so. Uh, uh, say I want the students to see. I really do like. I I really want Mike Tom to keep keep his record of never falling below five hundred. Um, but it's just looking like it's looking tough. But at the same time. I thought last year was going to be the year he 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 loses uh, his record too with Big Ben. So, you know, I, barely answered that one. Yeah, we'll see. So yeah, man, uh, we're gonna be right back with our pick 'em segment next segment. Uh, but follow us on the Break Room H O U on Twitter, and then follow us at the that Break Room Podcast on Instagram, and then follow us at the Break Room Podcast one on Facebook, man. So yeah, y'all take it easy, man. We'll see y'all in a minute. Yo, what's up? And we are back here in the break room for our final segment, man. One of y'all's favorite segments during the NFL season. Go and cue that music up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But coming up first for the game Sunday, 
tomorrow. We recorded on a Saturday. So, yeah. We didn't even say that in the beginning, but, yeah, we recorded on a Saturday. Um, so, we got the Giants and the Packers at 9.30 a.m. What you got? 8.30 a.m. if you were in uh, Houston, you know, in Texas, you know, Central Standard Time. That's a London game, mm-hmm. by the way. No. Packers and Giants. Packers. Packers. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Um, Ooh. the next game, yeah, Ooh, your two favorite teams. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know what the crazy thing is? <laughs> so next next game we got we got tomorrow at one. We got the Lions and the Patriots. Give me Detroit. I ain't gonna hold you. Give me Detroit on this. Yeah, one. I would say give me Detroit. Okay. I I, I like I like how they've been playing recently. All right, what about the Chargers and the Browns? Ooh, actually on this one. Give me the Browns. Yep. Okay, okay. I'm taking the Chargers. So, so there we go. We, we got our first deferring picks. So, yeah, I'll definitely uh, take the Chargers in that one. That is cool. Uh, next game, Texans and the Jags in Jacksonville. Give me Trevor Lawrence. Same. Give me the Jaguars. Even though the te- the Texans have been so surprising. Like, that game against the Chargers. You know, man, it, I, you know. They contended. It's like last year they uh they blew them out. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, maybe maybe they got the maybe they got some practice footage of the, of the Chargers or something. <laughs> Spot Spygate, you know what I mean? Something going on, man. You know you got people from the the Patriots organization. So, but uh, yeah. So so we agree on the Jags, and I don't really think it's too much to go with it. The Texans are kind of inept. So, uh, moving forward, also. Tomorrow, we got the Bucks and the Falcons tomorrow. Yeah, just so y'all know, I'm out here in Atlanta right now. Uh, but give me the Bucks. Yeah, TB12. Yeah. Another non debate Marcus Mariota's been playing pretty good, though. He's, he's not bad. He's been surprised. Marcus Mariota's been, like, surprisingly, like, mm-hmm. decent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another 1 p.m. game tomorrow. Steelers on the Bills. I predict an absolute slaughter. Um, going for the Bills on this one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a rough day for Kenny Pickens. <laughs> a rough one. Give me the Bills. Yeah. All right, what about another uh, division game? You know, we, we got a couple here so far in our first uh, handful of games. Dolphins and the Jets? I'm going to go with the Dolphins on it. I think this one actually going to be pretty competitive, to be honest with you. That boy, Teddy Two Gloves, getting a start. Man. Give me the Dolphins. Okay. Man, so, what's up with all the division games? Vikings and the Bears playing? Yeah, we're about a quarter away from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, take, uh, I'll take Justin Jefferson. I can't say Kirk Cousins. I'll, I'll take Justin Jefferson. <laughs> I feel that. Okay, same. I'm going to go with the Vikings, too. And we got two more noon slash one games. Titans and the Commanders. Ooh, I don't like this one. I'll be honest. I'm not. I feel like they kind of match up well against each other. Mm-hmm. I... Give me the Titans. I'll go with the Wild Pick. I go with the Commanders. I'm not. See, I feel like this would be a game where like Carson Wentz would randomly just have like a 350 yard game, like three right. touchdowns, and only like one pick. That... <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, this seems like a game he could possibly go off on because the Titans can't really stop anything. But 
they can almost do whatever they want to. So, it, you know. Yeah, what, I think that's going to be like one of those like 17 to 14 games. I think it's going to be kind of low score. Mm-hmm. It's that or it's going to be um, Carson Wentz just dropping dimes. Yeah. He's just so like, so volatile, so volatile. <laughs> Seahawks and the Saints. Seahawks and the Saints. Give me the Saints. Give me the Saints. This is very ignorant of me. I almost want to take the Seahawks. Just because they've been playing so good. But this game, it is in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. The Saints should win this one, right? They should. That's a, yeah, that's one of those games. But their offense is so... Just... Yeah. Ugh. Like, yeah, it's... You know what? Give me the Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks and a little bit of an upset here. Okay. I, I, I am going to uh, bank on Geno Smith just not not holding himself out of this game. Three years ago, did you think you would ever say that? Never in my life. <laughs> ever since he uh, get left West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. With our next game, we got a 405 game. We got the Panthers and the 49ers. Um, yeah, give, give, give me the 49ers. Come on now. Please. Baker's about to have a rough day at the office. Give me uh, San Francisco and them gold mining boys. Mm-hmm. Eagles and the Cardinals. I like 425, whatever time zone you're in. Mm-hmm. In the desert. Give me Philly. I feel like they're going to keep it rocking. Oh, yeah, give me Philly, too. I like this game, though. I think it's going to be good. All right, and what about this team, a team that's playing above their expectations at this moment and a team that's playing below their expectations? Rams hosting the Cowboys. This is so tough because while the while the Cowboys are doing better than what we expected, they're still beating the teams they probably should. You know, like, they're still not operating outside of themselves. You know what I mean? Like, it's tough because, like you said, the Rams have been underperforming. Give me the Cowboys. Oh, oh, oh. I know that hurt. Give me, give me the Rams. Oh, like, I think I just think Aaron Donald's probably gonna terrorize Cooper Rush. If he does, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. It's just, I think Michael Parsons will have will do really well at this game. I'll go with that, and I think their secondary has been – they're good enough to stop a limited a limited Rams offense. Let me say that. That's crazy. They only got three games in that, like, three, four o'clock um, bracket. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. most of the games are at, you know, noon or one o'clock. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're already on to Sunday Night Football. Ravens and the Bengals. Man, there's so many good division matches this week. Hmm. Give me the Ravens. This is tough, man. I want to pick the Ravens, but their defense is so pathetic. They can't stop anything. Like, the secondary is not good. The... Oh, dude, Jamar Chase lit up the Ravens last year, yeah. bro. Oh. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Ravens. I'm sticking with Lamar. They're hot. Bengals defense is meh right now. It's, it's not playing to the same it was last year. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Ravens. I'm going to... 
And then Joe, but at the same time, Joe Mixon isn't that hard, is having a horrible season. He's averaging maybe like three yards a carry. Like it's, uh, mm. Lamar does have the hot hand right now, and the Bengals do not have this. I got, I got, I got to talk out the facts with myself. Like, sorry, <laughs> I got to convince myself. Yeah, New team has a great defense. Lamar is the better quarterback. The Bengals do not have a run game. I will go with the Ravens. I have to speak out the facts. Like, hey, it's a target. Sometimes you know you just got to list the pros and cons to yourself. Yeah. All right. And an AFC West matchup on Monday Night Football. Raiders going to KC to play Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Now, oh, come on, give me the Chiefs. Yeah, give me the Chiefs too. All right. So we had we had four, four different picks. Okay. Uh, I am. Taking the Chargers over the Browns, who you picked. Mm-hmm. You picked in the Tennessee Commanders game. You took Carson Wentz. I'm going to take Ryan Tannehill. And then the Seahawks and the Saints. I'm reluctantly taking the Seahawks. Probably going to regret that one. And then Rams versus the Cowboys. Charles surprisingly picking the Cowboys. Let's not say that twice. All right, yeah, we can go ahead and I'll move on. Then I know you don't want to harp on that too long. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the Cowboys again. Like, no, that I feel like that's. Hey, I think these uh, Sunday and Monday night games should be should be really good. Uh, I like good primetime matchups. You know, you got teams like that quarterbacks with a hot hand. Actually, but I still don't even think they got the hottest hand down here in sports. Mm-hmm. Actually, before we get there, oh man, that was a great transition. We got to do that Thursday game. The Commanders and the Bears. Yeah. Then they make you. Oh man, give you this thing face. Oh, give, give, give me, give me the Commanders. I'm just gonna say, yeah, give me the Commanders. Okay, Bro, that's a dude. Last Thursday night game between the Colts and the Broncos was hot trash. Oh yeah. Russell Wilson is. He's the only thing holding my fantasy team back from being just great. <laughs> oh, you got Russ. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but the man who has the hottest hand in sports right now, Victor Webinyama. It is what it is. It is what it is. Seven foot two. The possibly the best prospect we've seen since like LeBron. People oh. are overhyping him over Zion. Seven foot two has the handle. He's literally like a KD out there. Yeah, man, and. I'm excited to see what everybody's talking. People, somebody, it's going to be a race to tank this season just for him. Also, the guy, oh, the also projected number two pick. I can't remember his name. Excuse me, but um, for what everybody's saying, man, I saw a couple. Uh, I saw a game a couple of days ago, and he's the truth. He has post moves, uh, but granted, like just like uh, Chet, just not not a whole lot of weight on him, and you want to see how that translates. But he still got like 30 pounds on Chet, which is crazy. Mhm. But uh, yeah. So it's we'll we'll see, man. It's just I don't say not we'll see. He's going he's going to be the number one pick. That's <laughs> not even a we'll see. He's going to be the number one. Excuse me. Um, but just how it translates to the NBA because we know how it, you know when people said about some a certain somebody being the next KD. Uh, uh, some powerful words there. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty good, B.I., but, you know, 
Not KD. Not KD, yeah. Uh, but who's not? There's been a lot of things not hot recently in sports. You got Brett Favre out here embezzling $5 million of uh, Mississippi's uh, welfare money to help build uh, new volleyball facilities. You got the Dolphins front office who is just getting just drugged through the mud and then covered in chicken feathers and then slid on fire. (laughs) And then you got Russ Wilson who's just dog water. Yeah. I'll let you take the pick. Uh, Like who's not out of all of them? Yeah, yeah. We got some options. Man, I got the only reason. Okay, so Brett for just because he there's prison for that. Uh, I think he bids what five to six million dollars to, to take from uh, take from like the city's well, the state's welfare, and was trying to build a volleyball court for Southern Miss, which is daughter play for volleyball. Um, that's crazy. So definitely deserves jail time for that, especially when Mississippi is one of the poorest states in the country. That's that part. Um, they need that. They need that five million. They need. That's yeah. literally feeding people. Exactly. So um, the Dolphins front office is, you know, it's almost like that. I forgot the coach's name already. Who had that? Urban Meyer. No, no, not oh. no, no, <laughs> Dolphins. Um, oh, Mike McDaniel. No, the one who was the head coach, but then he got fired. And then it was about him losing. uh They'll tell him to throw games. Oh, Brian Flores. Brian Flores. There we go. Yeah, so they had Brian Flores, the whole Tom Brady collusion thing, and then now mishandling two of his head injuries. Exactly. And so, man, they've just been – it's like, do you ever get tired of shooting yourself? Apparently not. I guess not, you know. Um, and then you got Russ. I'm a Russ fan. I want Russ to succeed. I was one of the people who was saying Russ – Russ was one of those guys – who like you? You want to get see him get an MVP just because he's been so consistent for so many years. But it was always somebody who just had an unreal season whenever he was like just balling, you know. So, uh, but Russ to see him like just like this, and people bringing up Russ is on the decline. Russ is Russ isn't. Never here talking about Sierra should get future another chance after the way he's been playing recently. Wow, just wow. You ever seen that on Twitter? No, no. Yeah, it's it's getting real disrespectful up in this mug. <laughs> Man, Russ has been one of the most consistent quarterbacks over the past decade. Like, but I mean, it's what you do. What you what have you done for me lately? Not much. Not much. Uh. But yeah, just to pick, man, I'm probably gonna go with Brett Favre just because, like I said, man, Mississippi, one of the poorest states in the country. People need that. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. So yeah, man. Uh, well, that's been all for episode sixty-three. Sixty-three. So yeah, man, that's been all for this episode, man. Y'all take it easy, and we will see y'all uh, next time. Oh no, no, we will. Follow us on the Break Room. Make sure you on Twitter. Dot Break Room. Podcast on Instagram. The Break Room Podcast One on Facebook. Uh, follow me three, the last underscore king on Twitter. Follow boy. Evan Schumar, that's S-H-U-M-A-R. All right, man, y'all take it easy, man. We'll see y'all next time. Finally!
fool And I'll show you what I'm into How the fuck you say a nigga changed up You was trying to get your name up I was here chasing paper Sorry, hey, to see you later Turn the vapor Alexander McQueen That's what I like on my feet But I could throw in that Dior Give me more